This is Women Behind Wool, a podcast dedicated to showing you the female face of the Australian wool industry. And we just wanted to jump back into your ears today to um, kind of round out the season, Pen. Just um, we feel like we sort of left things a little bit hanging in the air (laughs) and didn't get to say goodbye. And thank you to everyone. (laughs) We did. We kind of um, wrapped up all the podcasts. And then between school holidays and 2022 being the year of the germ and never-ending sickness between our six kids, um, (laughs) we just kind of dropped off the face of the earth and have had messages (laughs) being like, hey, hope all's well. Are you guys putting out any more podcasts? So (laughs) maybe we should just wrap it up. Oh, dear. Um, Yeah, it's been a funny, it's been a funny old year, but... um, I suppose on the domestic front, but on the women behind wool front, it's been such a good year. We have totally loved pulling together this series of podcasts for this year. And it makes me so excited for for next year as well, because we are just finding, don't you think, Pen, more and more and more that there's just so many women out there that hiding under rocks doing amazing things. Yeah, I completely agree. And I feel like we're getting more and more suggestions coming in. So whether that's just because more people are hearing about us or I'd like to think it's that in some way we're helping to encourage those women to come out from under their rocks and share Mm. their stories or Mm. their friends or sisters, wives, whatever stories, because I'm hoping that it kind of can can grow this momentum and, um, and have more and more women in the industry talking about what they do and therefore that will bring more new women into the industry. It will give them confidence and it will show them a path that they could take if that's something they want to do. Yeah, you are so right. And just give confidence to the words, like for people that women that are thinking wonderful things but unsure of themselves in their mind, Mm. if they can hear people by the likes of Women Behind Wool expressing things that they agree with or maybe that they don't agree with or um, similar vocations or similar kind of linear paths from childhood into whatever industry or career these women have ended up in Um, and they think oh I'm doing something like that yeah maybe I've got a bit of a story to share as well because Without sounding too cliched, everybody really does have a story. It's just a matter of eking it out and 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 finding out what's sort of individual to each person. Yeah, and we all, like women, are notorious for having that imposter syndrome, right, where they're like, oh, I'm not really doing a good job or I'm not really someone that should be recognised for that. So all of this, talking about it, sharing the stories, helps to dispel that and um, and then get more stories out there. Yeah, and I think this season of Women Behind Wall has been um, really quite diverse. Like we um, started off the season with Kathy Wendelborn, who was just such a legend and I could not have enjoyed interviewing her more. She was just such a card in some of the things that she said, completely unashamed about the way that she tackled the blokes and she was actually unfazed by them really um, 
in that she was a she's a number one shit well she took on the boys and frequently beat them in cheering competitions and was a trailblazer as a female shearing in sheds in Australia. And now she's got a bakery up in, um, I can't remember where. Quilpy. Quilpy, isn't it? The Off Shears Bakery, best name. Yes, yeah. Um, And then we, yeah, sort of like trickled our way through. We had Maggie McKellar who. Who's the complete opposite of Kathy Wendelborn in terms of she's got the imposter syndrome, Maggie McKellar, I reckon. Mm -hmm. She doesn't think that you know she was a bit um shy about being on the podcast she works in a completely um different style of work to what Kathy Wendelborn was doing but still has the contribution to the industry and still has such a love a passion for it and that's you know where these stories are similar yeah yeah totally and then we and then um Vanessa Bell who is and and Emma and Shira Emma Billet so we just got women based all over Australia doing completely different things lots of women working in practical ways with their hands um they are all equally as knowledgeable about their pocket of the of the industry and that's what I love about this too like you what I learn from them about the things you know that I might not have known and we we're learning along the way as well yeah absolutely and I loved the timeline difference with these stories like you know from going back to the very the earliest time we had the girls from Haddon Rig talking about how influential women have been in that business for 100 years more than 100 years whatever it was and then through to like Kathy in the 80s and then right up to um I think Emma Billet's like our youngest um guest that we interviewed this season and um you know she's just been shearing for a few years but all of these women making their mark in the industry in different ways over the generations Mm. and the other thing I loved about this season too was getting an insight behind closed doors the um Haddon Ring girls gave, gave that kind of insight in a really good way in that they have always championed women um but it's sort of but the but generally within the industry, it is a little bit more difficult, but um, just in their family that w- women have been valued. And I think that is the case, um, actually, like generally speaking, that women mm. who do a good job are championed, but um, sometimes that's not reflected in the stories that we hear or the mainstream media. Yeah, that's right. If they're the quiet achievers or... Um... You know, I mean, most of the time people don't feel the need to shout about what they're doing. You know, someone like um, going back to Kathy Wendelborn again, she didn't feel the need to shout what she was doing. She just happened to be doing it on such a public stage that she got the recognition, but she wasn't searching for it and she wasn't trying to um, make some big political statement about men and women and neither are we for the record. It's not like yes. sometimes I feel like oh, we got a little comment on Instagram the other day. I don't know if you saw for someone saying, um, you know, I'm all for gender equality, but, you know, it, if men can do as good a job as women, then, you know, why do we have to talk about women all the time? And I was like, if that's the message that we're getting across, then we're not saying it right. Because what we really mean is we just want to shine a light on the women. It doesn't mean that we um, think the blokes are doing a bad job or want to cut them down or, I mean, God, 
we're married to blokes. We've got sons. Like we do quite like men. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just interested in hearing the women's stories and I think that's the um, listenership that um, we've accumulated is people that think like us and just really enjoy hearing them, especially because they are usually the behind-the-scenes stories. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to think that people listen and it is very relatable, um, you know, women or men. It'd be good to think there'd be some men listening. Gosh, I don't know though. But <laughs> your face I, yeah, is that's interesting. Up. <laughs> no, well, because I'm wondering. That's really interesting. I was thinking, how can we tell? We might do a little poll on Instagram and see um, what we get back because no, we um, we are reaching more and more people, aren't we, Sky? Yes. Yeah, we're very happy this year to have crossed the ten thousand listens mark with the podcast yeah which is awesome and on instagram we've made great inroads there it's definitely growing um which is encouraging to see because sometimes you can think oh we've got our core listening audience and um and, and it's hard to grow outside of that but i think there's been some wonderful things also with women behind wall outside of the podcast like some great photo shoots pen and oh yeah um, we had the fantastic women's weekly story that was so great we're so thankful to them for um promoting bush stories and to clancy Payne for doing that amazing photo shoot that even made me look good oh, <laughs> when <stop>. oh christ <laughs> sky you can see me i look like a half-eaten sandwich most days but um she <laughs> did wonders if anyone needs to feel glamorous, go and get Clancy to take a photo of you. You'll yeah, feel way better about yourself. And just awesome to work with. Um, but that it was it was so exciting to like we cannot yeah forget that to be to be featured in Australian Women's Weekly about wool and there was that little you know I don't know what they call it byline Action. on the cover yeah. promoting the article and it's. It's just awesome to see that there's interest there. And I think that buoys us. I'm certainly buoyed by it in media that, um, like mainstream media that you are seeing. And even with fashion labels, everyone wool is becoming more and more and more spoken about. It's a really niche part of the industry. Um, I mean, look, I could, you can talk about this way more than I can. <laughs> but um, I'm excited about that. I think we're on the cusp of feel like we say this every year, but the cusp of huge interest from Australian yes. fashion in wool. Yeah, I agree. Like it's been eight years now since I started Lady Kate. And when I started compared to now, there are so many more options of really nice quality woolen clothing brands for kids, men and women. And, um, and more of the big brands talking about wool, promoting it. Like I don't reckon 10 years ago you would have seen them putting a big sign in the shop window saying wool jumpers, it would have said cashmere jumpers or mm. cotton or silk or whatever. Mm. Whereas now, um, you know, the Woolmark stickers going up in the shop windows and um, they're really promoting it as something premium and something to come into store for, which is bloody awesome. Like that yeah. will just continue, I think, because of the properties of wool that have always been there and always been known to everyone. But now with the work that Woolmark has done to make sure that, um, the scratchier wools and and not inferior but just um the wools that shouldn't be in clothing are not going into clothing and therefore people can be more um have more peace of mind that what they're buying is going to be 
feel as beautiful as all the, you know, warm and durable qualities that it had before. So I think it's exciting. Plus the whole natural renewable thing, there's definitely a movement towards that. So um, our wool growers are in a really good position. Yes, it's so exciting. And also the story behind it. I mean, to me, it's just such a no-brainer. If you promote wool, if a big brand promotes wool, then there's just such an awesome story Mm. behind it that you don't get. I mean, you see the cotton industry doing similar things as well, which Mm. is excellent. But um, and we'll know buts the more the more stories that we can get out there, and that's what people want. They want to be able to learn about the entire supply chain, where their foods come from, where their fibre has come from now. Mm. Yeah, um, which is just I love that. That yeah, that's what the story behind it is. What I'm drawn to as well. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. So what next? So we um, um <laughs> rather yeah. on all day about wool, couldn't we? We have oh, to I know. I love ourselves it. up. But um, so we've finished all our podcasts for 2022. Despite that, we have a humongous list. And if we could clone ourselves, or if someone wants to come on as a um, pro bono assistant, we'll put out more um, podcasts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right now, we can't do it. So um, we're getting the list together again for 2023. Um, as always, love your suggestions. Also, love your feedback. Like, we can see the numbers of how many listens each podcast gets, but we would really like to know which ones resonated with you more, what kind of stories you want to hear. Um, You know, we had a a mix of people from, you know, on farm shearing um, right through to Julie Davies, who obviously is at the further down the, um, the production line working on the research and development stuff. So between all those types of stories, what do you like do you want things that are more inspirational do you want things that are more educational um we'll put up a little instagram post so jump on there if you want to give us some feedback once you listen to this potty yeah these though that kind of feedback helps us so much and really helps us define you know new directions and um getting like greater diversity I know that's such a buzzword but getting more women from different industries that we may not know about um onto the podcast and it's just super interesting for us I love you know yeah we're discovering as well along the way so um don't be in any way shy about coming forward with suggestions because they are so helpful and we completely love them so and how good can I just say how good is that like that you can be like well this is what I want to listen to so I'm just going to message those girls and then next year they'll do it like don't you reckon yeah yeah. I just love the new format of media that you have so much input in what you get yes isn't it awesome it just hopefully builds engagement and you feel like you're a part of it, which people, which like Ooh. our audience to- totally are. We can't really. That's the only reason we do it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We don't do it because we love listening to our own podcasts. We yeah. do it because we want you guys <laughs> to listen to them. Uh, and maybe, I mean, hopefully podcasting is the right format, but if you've got any feedback about other ways that you'd like to see that, then we're definitely interested Ooh. in that. In Good that point. Too. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a wrap, I suppose, Pen, on the season, and um, we're really looking forward to 
getting back into production sort of in the first quarter of 2023 and yeah bringing bringing the same but more and better to you next year that's right and thank you all so much for listening and um keep following along at um our instagram account which is at women behind wool because we'll put any updates there and we'll keep a few pretty pictures going um last year we ran a lovely photographic exhibition which Um, showcase some of the most beautiful rural photographers in Australia and so we're going to do something like that again this year Um, and it's a great way for us to be able to stay in touch with you hear your suggestions hear your thoughts and have a conversation so good okay well we're going to sign off thank you so much for listening and we will be back with you next year bye see ya